and but you know my question is always then how do you transfer that inspiration into action yeah because there's tons of inspiration out there i i not only acquire inspiration on a regular basis but i also give it out on a regular basis but it doesn't necessarily transfer into action on my behalf or on behalf of the person that received the information the inspiration that i've given yeah, which means that you're probably inspiring the wrong people. <laughs> you know, because the people that, that, that action takers, that get inspired, they, they're action takers. So all they need is a little spark and it'll get the engine going. Well, that's I'm true. Developed, I've developed into a better action taker to where all I need is a little spark. And I'm, I'm on for the rest of the night, you know. I was up to three in the morning last night, you know, just, just learning, meeting, meeting people. You know, just and just in researching and, and developing a better picture of what my, my brand is going to look like, because I, I I had a spark, you know. And so, it, but you're right. It's, it it all depends also. Because what happens is if you if you if you yield your motivation to other people, your inspiration to other people, eventually your tank will be empty. Right. And that may that may run you dry and make you feel as if you haven't been doing anything. You know, because you're giving your you're giving your jewels to the wrong people. Right. And like I said, there's a difference. There's that difference between um, the act of doing and the act of achieving. Yeah. But I do want you to go ahead and say what you're going to say because that's a, that's a great scripture. Go ahead and use it. Uh, yes, sir. And that's what we do, though. You know, we invest in the wrong thing and in the wrong thing. And I'm learning this. I, the other day, last week, as a matter of fact, I think it was Thanksgiving Day. Uh, we were at my dad's house, and it was me, my family, and some family friends. And we were all sitting around talking, having a small talk, and for the life of me, like, it was like a, I almost had an out-of-body experience where I was just sitting there, and then I, I, was, I was looking, and I, I was looking from person to person. They were either on their phone or watching TV, but everything was very, very, uh, what's the word? It was, there was no no substance to any of the conversation. Right. And I was sitting there looking around like, this is who I've become. <laughs> I'm the average of the five people that I'm closest to, and I've become one of these individuals where I'm sitting here, and I would literally go from person to person in the room, and I would, I would, I would stroke a conversation up, and I would say, hey, what about this conversation we had last week? Well, aren't you supposed to be finishing that book? And I would be like, excuse oh, I ain't had enough time. And I go to another person. You're supposed to be finishing writing, right? You got your Facebook page started. I could be like, ah, oh, shoot. You know, I've been working, but I ain't had no time. So I go to another person. Not asking. So are you going to finish your website? Or are you going to finish blogging? What are you going to do? And I, go, I, I don't know if that's the right thing for you. So I go to I'm like, dude, I, I have this great resource that I found for you. I've been doing something I think you was talking about. Yeah. Here's a website. And we'll look at it in a little while. Rudolph come, he sleep on the couch. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't, I cannot do this. I, I, I'm smothering myself, suffocating, trying to fit in with a group of people that really aren't where I'm trying to be. Right. So I, I, so it's, and, and it was it was frustrating, but it was also, it's like, I didn't have enough energy because it was like, oh my, I'm around these people and they're sucking me dry whenever something happens, they want some advice, but then when it's time to get some action behind it, no one's taking action. Well, you know, it's... I'm getting... Yeah, it's, it was frustrating. Well, you know, it's like... But, you know, I, I also 
worked on the flip side of that to where I was in the whole inspiration chamber for so long and around so many people that were so inspiring and doing so much and I was doing so much and being so inspiring that at one point in time I just wanted to I wanted to be on the couch sleep you know you know, it's like, when do I get to lay on the couch and sleep? When do I get to, you know, say, ah, I get to that later? You know, it's been the past, uh-huh. what, the past year almost, where it's just like, eh, yeah, I know. Yeah, David, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. There's four of those yeah. books. They sitting there. Don't worry. They ain't going nowhere. Ain't nobody, you know, they right where I left them. They will not go anywhere. Uh-huh. And see, for me, it's like, I can't do that. Even if I wanted to, like right now. You, you, you calling me is, is, is serendipity, I guess, because I'm sitting here trying to force myself to watch a game, and I'm flipping through the channel, you know, <laughs> trying to find something to watch, and I'm like, I, I can't, I feel like I'm wasting my time sitting here watching TV. I, I can't even get into the game. I'm trying to take my mind off of the ideas and, you know, developing the stuff. It's like, nothing's working. So, I, but I think I found that thing that I'm so extremely passionate about that is not, it's no longer work. Uh-huh. It doesn't tire me, like. Unless my body physically shuts down and gets tired, I would have stayed up all night. You know, I don't know. I think I think I just found that 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 groove. You know, that runner's high. Well, you know, but we talk about that so much, about finding the one thing that you are passionate about, you know, and not just you and I, but, you know, we hear people talk about it in every, you know, motivational speech, in every book, in every Facebook message, in every, you know, meme that we see on Twitter and blah, blah, blah. We hear people yeah. talking about finding that that passion, that place of passion, that it almost becomes cliche. Yeah. So when you... Not even when you, what I think is becomes the what I think becomes the most difficult part of the action is the process and the work that it takes to actually find that thing because it's something that yeah. we call it finding it for a reason because it's something that you have to search for it's something you have to look yeah. for you have to pick some things up you have to put some things down you know what I mean you have to go around the corner a little bit up the street down down the road you know go back home get some rest come back out it's, it's like you're really hunting for buried treasure. Yeah, yeah. And I've learned this about passion. It's fluid. It's organic. And so it, it, it changes with time. It may start off with this, but as you gain more experiences and more relationships and interactions, it changes. And it, it or I guess let me say change, not again, it transfigures. Uh, say wait 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 say that again say that one more time because what you said is very very i don't want to call it deep because i ain't trying to puff you up but it was real cool (laughs) the idea of what your passion is is liquid it's fluid it's not static it's dynamic it's not static yes yes and so it, it transfigures with time it becomes more revealed with time you know, because I personally think our passions are eternal because they're connected to an eternal source. So there's no way that I can go through my entire life with one level of passion. Right. You know, I think that it, 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 it's layered. It's multidimensional. And the more I explore and the more I learn myself, the more I learn my passions, you know. And, and so I think that that's probably why, I know for me early on, I was trying to stay stuck in my passion because I thought it was static. But the right. more I experience it and learn it, it's like, you know what, I have to go into this thing like a free-falling bird. And, you know, let the wind catch beneath my wings, and all I got to do is flap them. And maybe 
you know, that's just that strong wind, maybe not, but that, that doesn't affect my ability to fly as a free-falling bird. And so, I don't know, it's just... I've just been learning a lot about this stuff, man. You know, it's very interesting. It's interesting that you say that because I will say for a while, I always thought of passion as being something static. And there was an internal mechanism that told me that it wasn't. But I have to I have to give you the actual credit on this that I never actually thought of it in an articulate way, you know, it never moved from heart to mind until you said it like that, because, you know, people, you people always ask me, when you starting a radio station back up, and I'm just like, it's just not there, you know what I mean, it's just, and when I say it's just not there, inside I'm saying that fluidity, that liquid passion has moved on to something else, but I've never been able to actually pinpoint the fact that that's happened in my mind and why that might yes. have happened and so on and so forth. Yes, and, and so you live in this perpetual state of tension because it's like, well, thank it. If I'm supposed to be passionate about that, why aren't I passionate about that? Right. You know what I mean? And most people get frustrated because of that. And then you, you just keep trying to, and you keep trying to regurgitate it as well. Yes. You keep trying to revive it. How many times have I redesigned the website for J97.5 FM about to relaunch it? You know, even since I've yeah. known you, it's been at least three different designs, you know? Yeah, because, yeah, we talked about the retarded baby. Part of that is my fault. Yeah. <laughs> but here, here's what I learned, though. Here's, here's where most people make the mark. So... Let's say let's let's take a let's track a five year period. In year one, this is my passion. My passion is A. In year two, my passion is no longer A, or maybe it's a deeper level of A, but I don't realize it, so I try to stay stuck on A, even though it's A B. And so in year three now, because I didn't take the time in year two to fully express A B, I never could get to C because I didn't really take advantage of that opportunity. It right. takes me even longer to fight past that mental fall of trying to reestablish or like you said, regurgitate A. Because I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't like take advantage of the opportunity or even realize that my passion is fluid. And so it's gonna change, it's gonna evolve, but if I don't take advantage of those moments in time, I'm gonna miss some things. And, and most people they mess up because they never truly learn from the the lessons the lessons and failures that they go through. And they don't take those keys with them to the next stage. And I, and I, I stand on this firmly. Like, if you don't, if you go to the next level, it's kind of like playing a video game. If I go to the next level and I don't have the key to unlock this door, yeah. then <laughs> I'm stuck for a while. Yeah, I you're absolutely play. right. Because yeah. how many video games have we played where eventually we learn you got to get a certain power up on level five in order to beat secondary boss number three on level seven and you got to hang on to it you know what i mean you got to hang on to it through level six till you get to level seven in order you can in order for you to beat this uh mini boss in order so you can make it to level eight but if you don't collect that thing at level five you'll never actually make it to level eight and then what happens is because you can't make it to level eight you say screw this video game this thing sucks can't nobody beat it i don't want to do it no more and now exactly And that's the story of life that most people miss. And because of that, we have a bunch of people living on fulfilled purposes. Because they, they start playing Tetris because this, this adventure role-playing game is too difficult. As a matter of fact, I'm in this position right now. I have not played my Xbox 360 in literally months because of that. <laughs> I got this. I, matter of fact, there's a newer version of the game out. There's a Batman game that I was playing. Arkham City. You were playing Arkham Asylum? Arkham City. Uh, Arkham City. And uh-huh. there's, there's, a, uh, there's a, another one that just came out a couple months ago. But because I haven't 
I, I, and this game is so like layered that it's it's difficult to play. I mean, and it takes hours. And I got stuck on the stage, and I was like, dang it, I got I got like four missions to do at one time. I, I, I keep missing this whatever I need to get to unlock my ability to get to this next level. So I'm just like, dang, I'm done. I'm done playing. <laughs> and it's like, but that's how most people approach life. You know, we, we miss these moments because maybe there's a decision that we made right or wrong. We feel like that is the definition of that moment in time. And I say, no, you got to go back and find those keys. Well, you know what? I, Where you headed? Uh-huh. I, I was going to say, I think you're absolutely right because there are many times, and it's kind of like you said back with the, the whole passion thing, you know. If I think about times that I've evolved a certain business or a certain mm-hmm. concept or whatever, you know, and then I move, I'm moving through that process of concept A, you know, and I can feel myself, you know, okay, this is cool. You know, we can take your best resume ever, for instance. Your best yeah. resume ever was just to be what it was, right? But if it doesn't yeah. get complete, then it never gets to be what it is. And so you're in a constant state of trying to make it something it's not, you know, and so instead of, instead of just creating it, right, you know, instead of, we'll just use any random example, instead of creating the website, writing the book, putting it out there and allowing people to join in and, and become engaged to it, you find yourself trying to create TV shows for the book and podcasts for the book and you find yourself trying to engage in all these other different ways that it might not have necessarily meant to be engaged in those ways. It was just meant to be this and then those levels of engagement were meant for that next step that you never got to because you never met, you never finished writing the book and putting up the website and getting it done with. That is deep. And now imagine if people actually thought like that. We wouldn't have a lot of people making stupid mistakes and stupid decisions because they would think through their choices. And they would also realize that if I make this choice, it's going to affect tomorrow. And if I don't make this choice, it's going to affect tomorrow. So I have to make sure I make the right choice. Right. We would speak slower, we would react slower, and we would be less likely to get involved in stuff that has no eternal value. Or no value, literally at all. You know what I mean? Right. That's 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 deep, man. You're and that's preaching. <laughs> you well, you yeah. know what? You better go somewhere. <laughs> you know, I think. Did I tell you that I've been thinking about um, hosting uh, house churches here? At yeah, you sure I, did, Pastor. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, not <laughs> <laughs> not the pastor. But, you know, just establishing that level of connection again. I missed it. But you're absolutely, but you're absolutely right, and so, but. We and we don't think about those things. We make snap decisions. We make snap choices. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we think about something. We we jump right on it. You know, we speak without thinking first. You know, we yeah. we we effort to be understood and instead of understanding. You know, all yeah. of those things and it affects what we do and where we go and how we do and when we do yeah. and why yes. we do and everything else. Why we do. Yes, yes. It, it affects the world literally. I mean, and, and people, it's, I, I don't know, I just, dude, you, you try to open it, well, you've opened up a can of water, you know, because my mind has already been on these type of questions, and how do I get people to think on this deep level, which is extremely difficult to do, because we're so, you know, our attention span is shorter than a goldfish, it's what, seven seconds now. Oh my goodness, it's I know. Get people, it, it's hard to get people to think critically about these critical issues, because they get too distracted. Yeah. Facebook surf, you know, and they they look and read the news on Facebook and think that's what the world is talking about. But you know what else, though? 
you know what else? It's also because we've got so many other things to do. You know, think about if, think about it like this. Think about if the conversations that you and I have on a, on a pretty much regular basis, I would say at least once mm-hmm. or twice a month, we have a conversation uh-huh. like this, you know. Think about if those conversations were given to a child at the age of seven. Yes. And they were just gradually, incre- the, the, the depth of the knowledge was gradually increased as the child got older. When they yeah. got to the age of 18, they wouldn't be so focused on, I got to find a job, I got to find something that, you know, gives me the safety and the security that everybody else has because this is what you do in America. You find a job, you buy a house, you get in debt, you know, you marry somebody, you get in more debt, you have some kids, you get in more debt, then you try to figure yes. out a way to pay for their college. So they can go and find a job and buy a house and get married and get in debt, you know. Oh my gosh! And but if we, that if, if that, if that conversation, if that type of thinking was given to our children at an age where they can begin to comprehend it, begin to understand it, and incorporate it into their lives, incorporate it into the essence yeah. of who they are, then yeah. they would start doing those things that everybody says they want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It w- we wouldn't have a nation full of people. We wouldn't have a nation full of people that want to travel the world. We would have a nation full of people that are traveling the world. We wouldn't have a nation full of people that want to start a business. We would have a nation full of people that are starting a business. We wouldn't have yes. a nation full of people that want to preach the gospel. We would have a nation full of people that are preaching the gospel. Yeah, it would make such. See, all right, I'm done. I'm done. You're old because I have a buddy down here, um, and, and you know we spend time with him and his wife and his kids. And he has a kid; he's eight years old, uh, and he always lingers when we when the adults start to talk. And yeah. the very first thing that the parents say is what? Get out of here! This ain't none of your business. It's grown folks talking. Exactly. Get out, grown folks talking. Mm. But if what you're saying is true, then we should invite them. Because number one, we should always be talking about the right stuff. Right, that's you know? true. <laughs> and then number two, if what you said is true, we should invite them to uh, take part in our conversations. So Absolutely. How to be critical. And not only that, invite them to share their opinion and then begin to ask yeah. questions, you know, because they can say, you know, well, I think so-and-so and so-and-so, and we can say, well, why do you think that way? And actually, and not just to placate them as a child, but to actually make them a part of the conversation. Yeah, I like that. And oh. I'm going to recommend that to him. Man, we've been That's doing it all wrong. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> he lingers. So he comes into the room, and he'll stick his head in, and they'll be like, oh, now, drum folks talking. Yeah. What, what I tell you? And That's right. Like, you know what? Come on in. Have a seat. Listen to what we're t- talking about, and ask any questions that you have. Yeah. You know? But we're just so impatient, like what we were talking about earlier, that we don't have the patience to teach uh, a kid how to think critically and how to ask the right questions. And so what do we do? We tell this child to yeah. go away and do something that is completely mind-numbing. We tell yeah. them to either go watch TV or go play a video game or go play with your toys or just go in your room where they're going to find something that has no intellectual value, no spiritual value, no inspirational value, no motivational value, no value of whatsoever. And they're going to sit in there and do that for a couple of hours until they fall asleep, you know. <laughs> while we're out here yeah while we're out here having a conversation that that would benefit their depth of knowledge yeah yeah I like that and like I said I'm a, next time we're around I'm gonna I'm recommend that 
that is so, so, so key. Yeah. And that sets the course. Because what happens is nowadays, like you said, well, you said it already, instead of talking about, you know, starting a business, they actually start a business. They actually have the desire to say, look, this is what I want to do. How do I get this done? You know what I mean? Yeah. Start asking the right questions. Wow. That's some good stuff. Yeah. You're on the show, man. I'm still in everything. I'm taking everything. Well, 